0: Last weekend we had first confessions for our second graders, and one thing we try to do differently is encourage families to go to confession. And we encourage the families to say, mom and dad, or grandma and grandpa, depending on your your living situation, you are the primary model of your children as to how they are going to follow Jesus. And it's a beautiful thing for your children to see you going to confession Because they'll first of all know that you're sinners, you're not perfect. But also they learn how do Catholic Christians respond to the call of the gospel, which is repentance, which we see our good thief doing in our gospel reading today. So for those of you parents who have been taking up that call and you're coming to Mass, I just want to say thank you for, for doing that. Because our parish loves seeing children and young families at Mass. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you For those of you who have been fighting the good fight and are making that transition to be better witnesses to your children, and also this this past weekend we had our Alpha retreat, our Alpha retreat on the Holy Spirit, and you know people praying to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We go through three sessions of who is the Holy Spirit, what does the Holy Spirit do, and how can I be filled with the Holy Spirit? And you have time to talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and we had time to talk to pray over one another to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And after that, I just, after that time period, we had a little bit of a break before lunch, and I went out behind, um, at Camp Tekawitha, um, I went behind the chapel, and there's a, there's a lake there, but the lake is completely frozen right now. And a lot of the trees around the lake are upright, they look strong, but there's some that are close, and they're just, they just want some water. And you can tell they're thirsty. And one of them was bent over into the water and frozen in the water. And as I'm just kind of just praying there and reflecting upon that tree, I just wonder like, how many of us, like, we feel like that tree. Like we're literally frozen in different areas of our life. We're not free. When I go out to the bar, when I go out to eat, or when I'm with people who are not Christian, I freeze. And I can't tell people that I'd actually like to pray and ask my food to be blessed. I freeze because I can't say no to that next drink. I freeze because I'm worried about the opinions of others. I freeze because I might have an addiction. And the list could go on and on with that scenario, but I'm guessing there are at least a few people here who need true freedom. Today is Christ the King Sunday. And that can be words, or that can be like uh, an enfleshed reality. I actually live that out. So let's just maybe do a couple scenarios to see if we are truly free, if we truly are placing Christ as king of our lives, which is a threat towards the evil one. A threat towards the way of this world? Or not. So I've heard of these communities, not this one of course, but I've heard of these communities out in our world that when the Packers games go into overtime, nobody complains. But if mass goes one or two minutes too long from what they consider to be, everyone gripes and groans and complains and says, Die priest, die. not this community, of course, but other communities. (laughs) I've heard that there's also communities um, that when they see a Packer game change from noon and then it gets moved to three because the the culture knows that they can make more money that way, nobody complains. But if mass changes, times change, or even mass starts one or two minutes later than it should have, People complain. And it's kind of like, die, priest, die. (laughs) Why aren't we starting on time? And there's these other communities, not this one, of course, but I've heard about these other communities that uh, on Thanksgiving, everyone comes around and people say they're Catholic. They say they're a Christian, but they don't thank God and ask, ask the food to be blessed. Also heard of these communities during this week that Black Friday would never presuppose that the person believes that Jesus is king. Because if we know Jesus is king, we know he'll provide everything for us. Because he's the king of the universe, he created everything, and he gives us his spirit. He gives us himself in the Eucharist. So why would I need to go out shopping on Black Friday for all these quote-unquote deals? because i know that the gift that my heart really needs to receive at the bottom of everything is just authentic love. Love that will transform my heart. Love that will transform the world. Love that will make let people know that Jesus is king. He has taken throne in my heart. And there's probably a few people here and maybe it's you who have never truly surrendered everything to Jesus and asked Him to be Lord, asked Him to be King of your heart, to be King of your life, to be King of your financial life, to be King of your work, to be King of your friends, to be King of your social media, to be King of your sex life. Jesus is a warrior king. He goes to war with sin and death because he wants to fight for you to be reunited with his heavenly father, with our heavenly father. And why? Because he finds you worth it. You matter that much to him. Your worth is the blood of Jesus, the king of the universe. And he would have shed his blood on the cross for you if you were the only person in the world. Can you receive that? Can you receive that this authentic love transforms everything we do? And at first, it's not easy because the evil one doesn't want us to know this authentic love. That it's going to cost you friendships. It's going to cost you jobs. It's going to cost you everything. Why? Because it cost him everything on the cross. It's an equal exchange. And do we deserve that love? No, we don't. But he knows, regardless of how we are, of what we do, it's still the truth. So you and I, we are either like the bad thief in our gospel today, or we are like the good thief. The bad thief says, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. He's mocking Jesus. But the good thief, he asks a question. Have you no no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. Without Jesus, none of us have any hope. And our world sells us all these different versions of self-hope. Our condemnation is complete separation from God forever. And to have fear of God is not saying, I'm scared of you, Jesus. It's I'm at awe at how much you love me. I'm at awe that you created all of this. When I go go out in nature and I look around, you hold that up. You created the mountains, the oceans, the the universes, the stars, the planets, the different solar systems. You created all that, and I'm at awe. And you find me worth fighting for over all of that. You find me more worth it. And to be at fear of that is to be at awe of who you are next to. Being the good thief, being right next to Jesus. And the one thing that he does is he repents. To say, I'm sorry, Jesus, is one thing. But to turn completely, to turn my heart completely over to Jesus as king, to give him complete authority, to surrender everything to him, that's a whole nother story. And that's what Jesus is asking us to do. He's asking us to be like the good thief, but saying, you don't have to be on your deathbed to totally repent and surrender to me. You can do that today. You can do that here. You can do that now. To know that his plan is always better than our plan. His ideas are always bigger than our ideas. And if there's any fear of surrendering over to Jesus, to being totally all in as his disciple, because that's what a disciple is, somebody who's all, totally surrendered to Jesus, to completely do that. And if there's fear there, an unhealthy fear, that means the evil one is already whispering in your ear. And when we come to Mass and we pray the Our Father, we say, Thy kingdom come. We want the kingdom of heaven to come down to earth to reign supreme so that the tortures of the evil one, the lies of the evil one, disappear completely. And is there any sins in heaven? No. Is there any darkness in heaven? No. Is there any suffering in heaven? No. And that seems to be what a lot of us want in our lives. Is there any slavery in heaven? No. And Jesus is offering his kingdom to you and if Jesus is king, that makes Mary queen. And if Jesus is king, that makes every man in here a prince. And if Jesus is king, that makes every woman in here a princess. And if I don't put that crown on of what he purchased for me on the cross and make that a reality and surrender to completely to him, I put on the crown of lust. And I look at things that are inappropriate on the Internet. I put the, the crown on of, of gluttony, either eating too much food or buying too much stuff. I put the crown on of self-condemnation, or self-hatred, or despair, or anger, or fear, or loneliness. And Jesus is asking us in this holy sacrifice at the Mass to place him as king, to enthrone him completely in your heart, to place those crowns on this altar. And then when you come down the aisle as the bride of Christ, and you make a throne for your heavenly king. And you sit, and the, the priest or the Eucharistic minister says the body of Christ, the body of the king. And you say amen. You're saying, I believe it's you, Jesus, and I'm opening my heart completely to you and you can come in. You can come in to the depths of my soul and take control of everything. Do we know the King that we receive at Mass. Because if we know what we're receiving, if we know we're receiving that love in the Holy Eucharist, going to confession would be a non-negotiable. Because I would always want to be clean in the presence of my King. I'd always want to make sure I've repented of my sins. And just as Jesus says to the good thief, he said, Amen to you. Amen, I say to you. Today you will be with me in paradise. Paradise comes here every single Mass. Because on this altar, the body and blood of Jesus are made present through the calling down of the Holy Spirit and the words of institution through the priesthood. And we're going to say some strange words in this Mass. Are we praying from our hearts at every Mass? Just ask yourself that. Am I going through the motions or am I aware that I'm an heir of the kingdom? I'm a prince or a princess and I'm praying from my heart. Because we're going to say, for the kingdom the power, and the glory are yours. What we're saying when we do that, we're saying you have complete control of my life. You have complete control over my family. You have complete control over the world, and I surrender everything to you, Jesus. Those words are fighting words to tell Satan to go where he belongs, and we're enthroning Jesus and lifting him up. As we enter into this Mass, I just really invite you to let them in. And if you don't know how to do that, I'm just going to say a prayer to do that. But let them completely in. Because I think there's a few people here, and maybe it's you, who have not done that. And if we say Jesus is King, and we pray that our Father, we're saying words, do we understand what we're saying? So if you would please pray with me these words and you can echo them in your heart. You don't have to say them out loud. But please just bow your heads and just say this prayer as we ask Jesus to be king now and forever. Heavenly Father, I believe that your son Jesus died for all of my sins. And I ask him to come into the depths of my heart and I enthrone him as king. I ask that your Holy Spirit give me the grace necessary to honor him as king and to know that he finds me worth it. He finds me beautiful, precious. And I receive the crown of an heir of the kingdom, I receive the crown as a prince or a princess, and I lay my crown of self-condemnation. I lay my crown of self-hatred, of anger, resentment, lust, gluttony, impurity. I lay that at the altar. I ask to live as a prince or a princess of the kingdom fearlessly from this day forward. Jesus, I trust in you. Help me trust in you more. And help me honor you this Thanksgiving. Help me honor you on Black Friday. And help me honor Jesus as King this Advent so that my life may change for the better to build his kingdom now and forever. Amen.